0: Hello my spontaneous people, this is Shiny boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture for music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. Today is Wizarding Wednesdays. Wizarding Wednesdays is where I talk about anything in the world of the wizarding world of harry potter Uh, but before i get started if you are new to the podcast thank you so much for listening today this podcast is available on spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, anchor and wherever you can get your podcast so without further ado let's start with the self-check uh right now i am feeling pretty under the weather right now i've been sniffing a lot i've been i i've been not really coughing uh I've been feeling a bit of a tickle on my throat. Uh, that's why I have a cough drop in my mouth right now. So if I sound pretty weird, it means that I am trying to soothe my throat. And But then again, I still want to do the podcast. And there are some, several stuff that I really want to talk about with y'all. Um, as for mentally, I, I'm feeling like, eh? Like, you know... You know those days when you feel like you're at an all-time high, or you feel like, yeah, I'm gonna be okay, and then it just goes... Not really... I, w- I didn't hit rock bottom, uh, just to clarify. It was just one of those days, uh, yesterday at least, yesterday I felt like I was in a slump. So like, so just to give like a bit of backstory, I was trying to do some research on the CSAT and the C-BEST tests. So for those who do not know, CSAT and the C-BEST is basically exams that prepare you to become teachers. Now, I'm not necessarily aiming to be like a like a public school teacher, but more of like becoming a professor or, or working, uh, working on higher ed. But in order to get your credentials, you need to pass those two tests at least. And I, and as I was doing my research, I was like, oh, it's, it's been a while since I went back to the, uh, academic realm, and I wasn't sure if I was ready, but still, it's not like I'm planning my entire future, like, right now, or, or this is what... It's like it's not like I'm sealing the deal. I'm just exploring around. But still, it made me think about my future. And sometimes, when you think about your future, you feel kind of depressed, or um, or you feel like you think you try to evaluate your life, like what you feel right now, and you feel like, oh, it's not what I imagined, or this is not what. This is not what I thought I would be. So I know that a lot of people who graduate from college, after they graduate from college, they feel like, oh, this is it? Like, this is where I am right now? (sighs) Like, is there more to live for? And that's where I kind of felt. And, but, but what made me, not necessarily open my eyes, but made me think that, you know what? I couldn't. I shouldn't dwell on being sorry for myself or the fact that things did not go the way that I hoped. It's up to me to work it out and figure it out. But in the meantime, I shouldn't dwell too much on the the fe- my fears of what the future holds. I think a lot of people do fear the future of where they would end up, they, they fear that they are not going to become successful, they fear that they're not going to become who they thought they were meant to be, but then again, if we fear now, we we would not make progress, so, right now, as much as, like, I'm struggling to become who I am, or who I want to be, I need to, I need to work hard, and, and basically face my peers before, um, so that I could become become the person that, that I want to be Not to, uh, then again, like a lot of people think that like oh, like I need to figure out who I am meant to be maybe it's about time we should think that we become who we want to be instead of who we are meant to be because um, there's a lot of people think like this is my destiny, this is my fate, um, it's okay if you feel that way, but for me, I feel like I'm just trying to go with the flow in life, you know, um, see where life takes me, and that doesn't mean, like, I'm I'm sitting on my ass, I need to do the research and see, but, uh, but then again, it's gonna take a while, and if I want to go into higher education and getting my master's, if that means, like, if I reach 40 and, like, if I need to keep trying, then I'll keep trying. But, but we'll see where life takes me. I just need to find job after job after job just to support myself. So, yeah. Alright, now, with that out of the way, let's move on to some, some, some news that I think that are interesting. Um, especially for Wizarding Wednesdays. So, this is not necessarily, like, news, but this is something to talk about. For one, so Universal Orlando, uh, I haven't been there in over a year. Uh, It was fun when I went there. It was such a fun experience, and I wish I could go back. But for now, during these times, I'm not so sure if uh, that is uh, advisable. So, I was watching a few videos regarding... Universal Orlando and how they're doing at the moment. I'm not going to say which YouTube channel, but let's just say that um, I was just roaming around Roaming around the internet and see how what how Universal Orlando is going through and what I've noticed is for the past two weeks two or three weeks Universal Orlando has been reaching capacity both Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios so this made me a bit uh, concerned for COVID reasons, but at least they reached capacity in terms of, you know, not overflowing. Still, when I watch these videos, it seemed like a normal pre-COVID day, and that kind of scares me. Yes, there are hand sanit- uh, hand sanitizing stations. Yes, there are marks, but sometimes there are people who do not follow those regulations uh, uh, seriously, and... And even though people are wearing their mask, it was a little bit nerve-wracking to see how crowded it looks. Now, now, for people who went there, for those who who went there, they know it's a risk. They know it's a risk that they're gonna gonna go there. So I cannot say like this is the wrong thing to do. This is like you know this is the right thing to do. But I will say that watching those videos and how crowded it was. It made me a little, uh, uh, maybe I have to wait a little while. What I like about in Universal uh, Studios Hollywood is they, they are not going to open the park just yet. Because it, as much as they want to continue their uh, business, um, at least they are waiting until a year or so just to go back. Now... I do wonder though that if they're gonna push it a little earlier um, to reopen the parks, uh, including Disneyland. But again, what I fear is once once Universal opens, you know that people are going to go there and go there early, and they think that they're gonna beat the you know beat the people and like we're gonna be there first. We're gonna be there, you know. Uh, not really first in line, but the rare few people, like, you know, we're gonna be there very first, and that's an, another another thing, it's gonna be a little bit nerve-wracking, it's gonna be scary, it's gonna be scary going back there, so, and what I've heard from Disneyland, they had a, they had a number of, not just budget cuts, but, like, laid off so many people, and that was unfortunate. And that's the same thing that's happening at with Universal workers. I have a friend who who did work at Universal, but she was uh, she was laid off as well. So the thing is, if if we play it smart, maybe we could uh, have Universal open again in Hollywood. Uh, but looking at Orlando, as much as how fun it looks, ooh lines even the lines they look you know lines for rides they're like over like 120 minutes that's not good in my opinion that's not good um but get, again again that's just my own opinion if you feel like you think you are safe to go to do so i would suggest if you are planning to go to universal orlando Um, I would suggest go alone, go alone because you won't, you won't have to worry about being at a party, at least there for COVID reasons, you get all the space to yourself, at least like six feet apart. You're not going to be crowded with family members or, or what's it called? Um, friends, it's just for you, for your own safety and for your own precautions, again, I don't know what, how things are doing at Universal or Orlando in general. I don't know how the cases, COVID cases are over there. But I will say that watching that did make me a bit nervous. So that's all I can say. Um, Hopefully everyone who lives in Orlando, uh, take care of yourselves. Please be safe. Uh, Be smart. You know, all those things. Please be safe. (laughs) All right, now moving on to some other Harry Potter news. We did get to see the only good thing that I found out about watching those videos is I didn't know they they're doing this. They're adding Fantastic Beasts interactive wands now. That's crazy, and I saw Newts, I saw uh, Tina's Queenie's like it was, uh, and also uh, Madame Pickle's like wand. They're interactive. They're, they're not just selling, like, noble collection ones. They're, they're actually selling the interactive wands. So that is exciting. That is exciting for, uh, for, uh, for those who who love Fantastic Beasts a lot and they want to get a new Scamander one and do spells at Hogwarts. Like, you know, that is that is awesome. And all I can say is um, that they're going to... I love that they're adding more variety. Uh, of Fantastic Beasts in the Wizarding World because it is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, but it's not just Harry Potter. So, for example, in my uh, in my trip to to uh, Universal Studios Hollywood City Walk, they were adding more Fantastic Beasts plushies. So you would see Pickett, although Pickett's very big. Um, you would see Nifflers. You would see the thing about it is. These are bigger proportions than what it's accurate on screen. <laughs> but all, all, all in all, I think it's great that they're adding more Fantastic Beast stuff. Because they are one universe. Uh, whatever you say about Fantastic Beast, it is a shared universe. So, you know, just... Uh, I don't want to say deal with it, but that's how it is. Anyways, uh, with that out of the way, let's move on to Fantastic Beasts. So... I've I've stated how I felt about Crimes of Grindelwald uh, last week. I I actually defended it not as a, a book accurate or factual movie, or a, I, I didn't I didn't do that. I I know it has flaws. I know that that McGonagall shouldn't be there. I know that there are so many retcons that are going to be discussed from from now until the third movie and so on and so forth. but but I will give credit to the Fantastic Beast movies for exploring the wizarding world. We are now a lot of people and I've talked to I've talked to some friends last week about how they felt about the Harry Potter films and or the Harry Potter franchise and some people say like they should have just ended on the seventh book. End it there. As much as it is a great story, the whole story of Harry Potter, you've are they've already established this world. J.K. Rowling established this world, and again, I I don't condone what she said about about trans people. I I don't condone it. I will give her credit. For establishing a beautiful world, an inclusive world, that she should open her eyes and see that the, the wizarding world is a diverse place, more diverse than she could ever dreamed of. And that's the thing. The wizarding world opens open up like more possibilities. For example, for example, like for Fantastic Beasts, we get to see more creatures. We, we rarely t- you know see more creatures in the Harry Potter movies and the books. The books we, we see more we see we see more uh, beasts in general. Bow truckles, nifflers, fire crabs, you know, that sort of thing. Blast ended screws. But the thing about Fantastic Beasts, not only you're exploring different different um, beasts, you've also established they have already established how the wizarding community is in different worlds. For example, like in America, I, we weren't too aware of the wizarding community in America, and it made me more... It made me a little more interest in like what Ilvermorny is, and if Ilvermorny is real, like do I really want to go there? Um, as an American, I, I I want to go to Hogwarts. Uh, Hogwarts is the one to go to. But but over morning if, we're mourning, if it, I feel like it's something that like it made me feel like that at least there's something for us, <laughs> you know? At least there's something a world for us. And and seeing American wizards as well, that that is really uh interesting to see. Um It is, and not just that, even like in Paris, when we visit Paris, there is a lot to explore than just the world that we already know. And I want to see Brazil, I want to see, I want to see what this world has to offer. Now, don't get me wrong, I know that there is the danger of, uh, what is it called, of, um what's that word cultural appropriation now that is something that can be that can be a mistake and that is up to people who are not who are not uh what's it called are part of that culture so for example if if JK Rowling adds this you know beast or this beast or location or this like you know type of wizards but the, then again they she is not being considerate of the the culture itself without consulting anyone from from the culture or from that culture then then I would say then then that's not okay um this is getting a little, uh, getting political as well I hope that people who who do take over the wizarding world. Like, just same, the same thing with George Lucas. George Lucas, he hasn't been involved in Star Wars for many, for, for many years. I mean, he has some insight, but he sold his rights to you know to Disney and Star Wars. I'm not saying it's for the best, but there are people who do care about the wizarding world a lot more. And they I know there are people who are planning to do it justice as well by being factual and being considerate of different cultures Um, world building is important and that's why I'm excited for Hogwarts Legacy as well it is a game that I really want to explore and see what's out there or in there you know but again Fantastic Beasts did open a world of exploration that uh, many people are afraid to to see, and then we could leave our, uh, and then we could have our criticisms after we've seen those things. So I don't want this to be like like Fantastic Beasts going to be the spark of controversy, although it did spark controversy, you know, many times before, but. I just want to see what the world has to offer. And then I can have my judgment. Then I'll have my judgment as to is this okay or not. But overall, I want to see that for myself. You know? I really want to see that for myself. I don't want to be like, uh, uh I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be hurt or anything like that. I, I feel like as human beings, as people or who are fans... I feel like it is not really our duty, but for me, for me, I feel like it's my duty to keep exploring. So I, I've said this many times before. I, I, I like to describe myself as a wizarding whore. <laughs> it means that I, I want to intake whatever like the wizarding world has to offer, especially like Curse Child. Now, Curse Child, that's another, du- another conversation. Um, I, I like Curse Child a lot, but um but then again, I need to revisit that again, so, uh, I I said what I need to say, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but that's how I feel, that's how I feel, and I stand by it, and um, yeah, anyways, that is it for today, thank you so much for listening, if you like this podcast, click follow whatever podcast services you are listening to this to. share this podcast to anyone you know, it really means a lot, it really helps a lot, and until next time, so long, farewell, take care, bye-bye.